Welcome to the Prosperity Podcast for entrepreneurs who are ready to drop the hustle and earn more. I'm your host, Danielle Amos, business and success coach, certified Proctor Gallagher Institute consultant, and lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I'll bring you amazing entrepreneurs who have built wealth, harnessing the power of their mind. Prosperity and money are truly about energy, and I'm on a mission to help you create financial abundance through the power of thought. It's time we started normalizing conversations about money and create the wealth that is yours. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome to episode 42. I am Danielle Amos, and this is The Prosperity Practice, the podcast that helps you live your most abundant life. Today, I have a really special guest for you. This woman is, I'm honored to call her my friend, and though we met through my husband because she is an incredible actress, her name is Victoria Atkin, and she is dialing in to join us from LA. And I, I, you're going to love Victoria. You're going to love her energy. And why I so appreciate Victoria is because she is already studies mindset. So when her and I get together, we can talk for hours and hours about the material that you've heard me talk about here on the podcast. She is super successful. She has her own podcast called the Performance Capture Podcast. So we'll talk about that a little bit today. Also, she has been in shows like Extinct, Holly Oaks. And then she was my husband, Paul Amos's twin sister in the video game Assassin's Creed. And that's how I got to meet her. And she's got a ton of credentials. You can check her out on her website, which we'll post in the show notes. With that, I'd like to welcome Victoria to the Prosperity Practice. Hi, Victoria. Hello. Thank you so much. How, how great. We actually have some time now to talk about all of this stuff that we love talking about. <laughs> I know. And other people get to tune in to and listen. listen to us. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. I'd love to open up and just ask you about, you know, have you always been into mindset or where did you, when did that happen? What, take us a little bit through your career with, with a lens of a mindset scope. Yeah. So, um, I guess I've always been, had a huge imagination as a kid and, um, you know, I would look at things and things would be different to what everybody else saw. So it would be a shape of a tree, but I would see a bear or I would, you know, things, things would be huge, different things in my imagination. It was, it was so broad and I would play imaginary games when I was a kid nonstop. And uh, yeah, that led me into wanting to be an actor to just basically stay in this imaginary world and not have to really grow up. But until I was I actually joined a network marketing company that you were part of as well and that's when I started actually becoming conscious of um, mindset um, before that I was doing it and I'd read the secret and um, different sorts of things like that were coming to me but I wasn't fully conscious of what I was actually doing um, until probably 2009 2010 isn't it really interesting how something like an opportunity like network marketing can come into our lives, mm-hmm. be introduced to us, and then it there's this like knock-on effect of, you know, for you and myself too, I can relate to your story, introducing us to personal development Definitely. and mindset work. I wish they would teach it in schools. Oh, I know. It would be amazing. Yeah, well... You know, we're on our way. I think, you know, with with having conversations like this and opening them up 
other people up to this work, I think we're getting closer and closer. I know we're getting closer and closer to that every day. Mm -hmm. So um, you were introduced through network marketing and then you started applying the work to your professional career or what did that? I got so excited. I wasn't really very excited about the the company and the products, but I was very excited about the reading that they wanted me to do for 10 minutes every day. So I just binged through so many different types of books from uh, Born Rich and uh, The Compound Effect, Eat That Frog, all of these types of books. And I began just applying them to my life. You know, so I would I would plan my day the night before. I would lay my clothes out. The night. Different little things that just had this knock-on effect that made things easier for the next day. And um, I just was able to get loads more stuff done. And then I was using that and applying things that I'd learned in The Secret with visualization and using my broad imagination as an actor to just jump on board into this imaginary world that I wanted for my future and was living in it. And, you know, it's it's tricky when um, I would say I've come from a working middle class background and it is hard to do that when it seems very absurd to the people around you. Um, so uh, nobody has ever not supported me, but I think trying to uh, live my life in that way was a few different hurdles to overcome personally you know, having the confidence to go, I know this is the truth. I know this is the way. So there, there's a few things I'd like to talk about. What, um, mm. And let's bring bring it back. So I want, I'd love to hear, and for you to go on in a few minutes about um, when you started applying this, the visualization and to your career and how that, that changed and how you manifested the roles and but right you said something really important that I'd like to pick out for everyone that's listening you mentioned that you have already a vivid imagination and we know imagination's a muscle and what I've noticed from my experience from working with many actors yourself included I remember our conversations and how incredible you were able to get into that space, meaning get into the visualization of you with the goal achieved and how vivid you were able to describe it to me. And when I work with, let's say, more business type people or people that maybe their imagination isn't as strong. So if it's a muscle, we either have a weak or strong imagination. And it makes sense that an actor would have a strong imagination because of your profession. Mm -hmm. But others that are listening that don't, they're going to need to work out that muscle to ha- to be able to create that, that visualization, that future memory in a way that's strong so that they too can manifest more of what they want. So I'd love to hear if you have any tips on how they can engage their imagination and, and maybe the progression of how you've experienced it for yourself, maybe how it got stronger. Because here's the thing so many everyone's using their imagination whether they know it or not most people are just using it against themselves yeah so um my tips are well you've seen me with l and skylar and kids kids are the best people to be around they have and i have my my one-year-old son now who is just just teaches me about imagination even more than i have but they are the best people to observe. And I think it's taking yourself back to that childhood state. It's being that free and looking at things with this curiosity of a child. 
you know a lot of us get stuck in this socialization a lot of us get stuck you know with screens and just jobs and chores and mortgages to pay and all this stuff that stresses us out i mean the first step is relaxation you can't you can't imagine or be anywhere without relaxing so i do a lot of meditation i follow um an indian yoga path um the self realization fellowship and i um I try and do yoga when I can. It's been more difficult with my son, but we go out walking. I have a backpack with him and we go out walking, take in nature when we can and just try and change my view. You know, I, I look at different things and um, nature has been the biggest thing, exercise and meditation, taking lots of baths if I'm really stressed, um, but just trying to, and also I think a great point that you mentioned and I think a lot of um, entrepreneurial kind of business coaching people mention is who you surround yourself with you know it's really it's it's so important people uh, a friend of mine she's an energy healer who I spend a lot of time with um, she's about 72 years old and she says to me Victoria you mostly spend time with old people and kids I said well that's perfect <laughs> I said I said everybody in between I struggle with but kids and old people are just easy peasy they're in their own little worlds and you can jump into their world and they, they will always welcome you. But everybody in the middle is battling this. I mean, we're battling life, you know, we're, we're going through it. And it doesn't have to be a battle. But, you know, most of the time there's something that comes up during the day. And I guess it's it's how you deal with it. And if you can deal with it like an old person who's got to... I, I loved my granddad, unfortunately, passed away a couple of years ago. But he, he got to a place where he so just didn't give a shit about... Sorry, sort of swearing on this podcast. Didn't care about things. He was just like, oh, whatever. You know, it was so blasé. And then it's like my son, he just... If he doesn't want something, he just throws it away. You know, it doesn't... It moves on to the next thing. He doesn't sit there and think, oh, should I... Am I going to offend this piece of toy if I throw it no it just throws it you know as it's it's really interesting to see um to see that so yeah I spend a lot of time with kids and old people love them um but yeah relaxation and I don't do it all the time I mean it's it's always I'm still learning so much stuff I get hung up on different things um but yeah having people that you can talk to like I love talking to you people people like that energy healer lady that I speak to and my very very close friends I can I can talk to about these different things and I love it um, I think you can know within a few minutes where somebody's at uh, with this this type of work um, it's very it's very interesting um, to see and whether or not you spend time trying to explain it I, I know for years I was trying to explain it to lots of people that just weren't um, at a conscious level where they were open to hearing it so I began to realize oh actually let's just let's not waste this time let's just use more of this time to imagine and visualize and succeed rather than trying to bring everybody along with me that maybe is not open to that or ready for that yet yeah that's good I agree I love how you brought in the the children and watching you know your son or you mentioned playing with my daughter Eloise or Chris Schuyler like that um yeah, when you say that, like I have really vivid memories of the games that you played <laughs> and how you made like bananas telephones and, you know, but to your point, I mean, that ability to have fun and play and really create in the moment is so much what 
I do when I manifest. Like it, it has to have that feeling, which is really interesting. I haven't connected the dots till now. So you just gave me a really cool aha. There you go. That's why I was talking to you today. Okay. So we were just talking about playing and then, and here is Samuel to join you. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, there he is. Hello, Samuel. So with your imagination, like what kind of tips can you give people who, um, you know, might, might feel like they're not good imaginers? How, what would you say as an actress? Okay. So I would say start small. Don't try and imagine yourself being a billionaire. If you can't imagine yourself being a millionaire, start small and build it up. Because like you say, it is a muscle. Um, you know, if you can dream about going on holiday in the country that you have, I think that's what I found. It's like, can I, can, <laughs> sorry. can I dream about, can I dream about just take small steps and then you can build it up. I mean, I've never had this issue of trying to imagine, trying to manifest my imagination, maybe, but trying to imagine it's difficult to unpick that because I feel like I'm very lucky to have that as a natural ability. But maybe maybe having fun more, doing more things that are fun. You know, what did you do when you were a child? I know my, my friend that I was talking about who's seven in her 70s, she has a bike. She goes bike riding three times a week. You know, she loves it. She loves to go on her bike. Play, play football if you haven't played football in a while or go play tennis with somebody or, you know, uh, even just playing a board game in the evening with, with your family or friends or, I don't know, something that's silly and fun. Try and find that silly place and then your imagination will be right there. Yeah, that's cool. What about, um, let's talk, to, talk about now, because you now teach actors, right, through your courses. So what have you noticed um with teaching other actors and and maybe we talk a lot in this work about helping people um first they develop their character of themselves with their goal achieved and then we teach them how to step into that character so i'd love to hear what your thoughts on how you step into a character how you become that character and then even what you've noticed with working with other with other people and their own beliefs and yeah it's been interesting for me so uh performance capture is a medium of uh, what, how um, Paul and I made Assassin's Creed. So it's, if people don't know what it is, it's a hybrid between TV, film and theater. And uh, we put dots on our faces and wear um, performance capture suits. And it's how a lot of the video games are made these days. Um, yeah, that's right, Samuel. So um, yeah, they, these things are made. And um, what I found is that a lot of people, um, even really good TV and film actors, they come onto the performance capture stage and there's nothing to use. We don't have any props or costume or set and we have to imagine the world. Um, so what I do is a lot of research. So for your clients, I guess it would be to really research into, so I had to, for Assassin's Creed, I had to imagine um, what Victorian London would be like and to be an assassin at that time, you know. So I had to go, I went to Beverly Hills Library um, I had to go to Beverly Hills Library and I got loads and loads of pictures and I just sat there with them for hours and just studied them and looked at them and imagined being in there, you know, so if people want to go on a holiday, get the brochures out, <laughs> you know, start doing that, start, um, you know, actually something that was very interesting is I wanted to create <laughs> uh, my family. I'd been on my own for a while, as you know, and I was getting 
lonely and I, I didn't know what to really do, but I applied the secret. I saved half of my wardrobe, uh, was free, and I started buying baby clothes when I didn't have a baby. <laughs> I love it. And, uh, you know, within a year and a half, I had my partner and my baby and bingo. <laughs> it was really super fast, but uh, I realized living in a studio, I wasn't going to build a family. Um, so I had to upgrade my apartment and upgrade my wages and start doing things that would cultivate that space for them. Um, but yeah, starting small and getting silly, that's what we need to do. Childlike. Right. And then surround yourself with, um, what I call like triggers, you know, things that can have you remember or be reminded of the goal so you said like brochures from a holiday vacation yeah i have a life board too so i always have the images that i i want to see uh, in front of me at all times you know so life boards are really really important yeah agreed agreed so cool so um just before we wrap i thought um it was interesting before we jumped on victoria and i were chatting and about her uh, courses because she does teach quite a few actors and if if you are an actor or an aspiring actor check out the performance capture podcast because she does so much work in this field and there's actually uh, quite a bit of work especially now with the way i've worked i've never worked more than i'm working during covid i can't believe it well i can believe it but it's interesting i've i'm working from home as a voice actor you know at home we can earn so much money yeah. from our house you know, and I get to be with my son and yeah, performance capture because there's no props or costume or set. You're not touching anything or anyone. We're, we're producing, I mean, animation is one of the highest grossing things right now. It's, and, it's, and it's working during COVID. So yeah, I'm getting people um, in my classes to do weekly workouts, um, training as voice actors <laughs> and performance capture actors to make sure that they're not... Um, you know, using their audition as a practice that they're actually using their audition to book the job. So they come and work with us in groups of six on Zoom. And um, yeah, that's what they do, don't they, Samuel? So that's what we do. But that's uh, victoriaatkin.com forward slash classes. And the podcast is victoriaatkin.com forward slash podcast. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, we'll share the link in the show notes for everyone. Um, when, before we chatted, you were talking about how you noticed uh, we were talking about talent versus mindset. Oh, yeah. I thought that was yeah. really interesting because, you know, with, often I hear people will have a dream to be an actress or to be a singer, and they're like, well, I don't have enough talent. Yeah. And I say yeah. to people, you don't need the talent, actually. You're going to develop that. That's No, it's 100% true. I, uh, I went to the Royal Central Sp School of Speech and Drama, <laughs> and I auditioned in 2009, no, 2005 for the main course when I was 18. I didn't get in. I got recalled, but I didn't get my place. Uh, they told me I was too young and I needed to get some experience. So I went off to university and then I came back and did my master's degree there in 2009. Uh, there was only, uh, probably, I think it was 28 of us in the year. And I, I'm not saying I'm not talented. Obviously I have, I have talent, um, but there were some extremely talented people in my year group. So I was definitely not the best uh, singer and I was definitely not the best dancer. I was probably one of the better actors. Um, but that said, um, I, yeah, I definitely wasn't the most talented in my year, but I have been able to build a career, which as an actor, you know, in our field, um, I know a lot of my peers haven't been able to have the same success. So 
I definitely think it's down to mindset rather than talent. Yeah, and I think I, what I think is that um, it's important, obviously, like it's important to have the talent, obviously, and I know that you're very talented, like you say, and and there is talent involved. But what what's interesting is I think desire, like you've got to really want it. Doesn't matter what the goal is, the career. So and desire can is something that comes from within, right? And we can cultivate yeah. it, we can strengthen it, but you have to make the decision that this is like, no matter what, I'm doing this. And I know, like, you know, like I said, because of Paul, I've worked with quite a few actors. And one thing that I love about you, Victoria, is that you are so on purpose, like in your so. I just really I can't help it. I mean, my sister, my sister says to me, I don't know how you can get rejected so many times and still keep doing your career. And I say to her, it for me to get up and be an actor every day is a blessing. And I, I know this sounds quite dramatic, but I couldn't do anything else. There's just no other option for me. I wrote down in a diary that I had when I was, I must have been six or seven years old, when I just started to learn to write. And I, I wrote, I want, I will, I will be an actress. I, I want to be an actress. And I'd spell actress wrong. I'd spell A-C-T-R-I-S-S. But it, I've been very lucky to know what I wanted to do for a long time. But yeah, it is on purpose and it is, it's something. Hey, cutie, what's happening here? We're talking about you and your imagination. Oh, Pim. Well, yeah, that's, uh, it's very on purpose. And um, I think most people that are probably finding you are, are doing careers that they love, but just want in, in, to you know, increase their prosperity in it and uh i say good luck to everybody in their in their chosen field thank you well yeah they um it's interesting it's mainly um we're just finding people that 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 want to live a more abundant life you know that that want things to be easy and come with flow so i am so grateful for your time victoria and helping us to really understand imagination and and even um, thinking about, you know, how playful we are. I know that's really hit me. So like, I'm about to knock on my daughter's door to see how go I can have a few minutes. Go play. Yeah. Elle's favorite game with me was mermaids. Go be a mermaid. You need to go. This is how extreme you've got to go. You got to get a wig, put that on a tail and you got to imagine all of that stuff, your scales, everything until she believes it. If kids believe it, then your, then your imagination is spot on. If they don't believe it, you're not there yet. <laughs> and think about that, how much focus that takes too. Like I was like, oh man, like that's, that's <laughs> on my part, but that's the thing. We've got yeah. to be willing to do if it. If you don't believe that you have scales and long hair and you live in the ocean, Elle will never believe you. And the universe won't believe you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good test. There you go. So go, go play mermaids with your kids. All the, the parents that are listening, and when the kids believe you, so does the universe. So that's, that's, that's where that's we'll my... end it. Wow, I didn't know I had so much wisdom inside me. <laughs> well, I want to thank everyone for joining us. And if you have any questions for myself or Victoria, uh, or if you think of someone that this podcast would resonate with, please, please send them a link and uh, reach out to both of us on Instagram. And we're here to, to answer your questions and help. Uh, I want to thank you in advance for sharing. And with that, I say expect abundance. Definitely. Thank you for having me.